Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Everything But The Kitchen Sink podcast. As always, I'm Kira. And I'm Moses. And we are so happy that you guys decided to join us for yet another true crime story time. Because we have been working so hard and having such a great time creating content for you guys we are already two episodes ahead so don't panic we got you covered this holiday season so whether you need to escape from the fam or something to do while you hide so that they don't make you clean we've got you covered disclaimer today's episode contains sensitive details and discussion above mental health issues viewer discretion is advised now let's jump right into today's episode. Question, when was the last time that you went to the doctor or the hospital? Um, the hospital. Uh, oh, when I caught that heat stroke the other day. That was the last time. That was like two, three months ago? Or oh. was it a little longer? Oh, no, that was like august so yes during fall camp um that was a little while ago yeah let me tell you something guys please hydrate it is not fun not fun whatsoever (laughs) you sound traumatized yeah especially during a fall camp we're having two days which should be banned it technically is in other conferences. But we gonna we we gonna get into that some other time. <laughs> All right, follow up question: Did you ever consider that your nurse might try and kill you? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be really delusional to think a nurse is really trying to kill you. Oh. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. What does she got against you? <laughs> Hey, after this episode, you might be changing your answer. Full source notes are linked in the description. Kristen Gilbert, who will later become known as the Angel of Death, was born Kristen Strickland on November 13, 1967 in Fall River, Mississippi. As a child, Kristen excelled in school and appeared to be a typical child on their way to academic success. She had stable parents, lived in the suburbs, and was even in the math club. It wasn't until she became a teenager that her family noticed that she had become neurotic and a habitual liar. Allegedly, Kristen would fake suicide attempts to manipulate those around her. Fake suicide attempts? Yeah. Fake. Allegedly. Allegedly fake. This behavior would continue throughout her college career. Kristen began her studies at Bridgewater State College. This is until she again allegedly faked a second suicide attempt, resulting in the college believing she needed psychiatric treatment. This led Kristen... to transferring to Mount Wichisat Community College and once more before finishing at Greenfield Community College. Upon completing her degree, Kristen worked as a home health aide. Allegedly, while working as an aide, Kristen purposely burned a mentally disabled child with scalding water. Why is everything allegedly? Because... (laughs) 
because I'm not trying to get sued. Like, yes, this case is mad old, but she not dead. And I'm not trying to get sued. And these facts were reported, but they're not confirmed. And so um. allegedly it is. Not all of it is that way. A lot of this is like strict facts, but some of the more like extreme things are just reported and they weren't really like, she wasn't under scrutiny then. And so there's no way to prove it but she has like she you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's her pattern so they wouldn't put it past her type situation i don't know if that made sense but anyway <clears throat> moral of the story is that she forgot about the care part in the caregiver like <laughs> it's not about the allegedly <laughs> in 1988 kristen married Glenn Gilbert, oh my gosh, and began working the night shift at Northampton Veteran Affairs Medical Center, and she was actually distinguished there. Like, she passed a bunch of certification classes while she was there, and on the outside, it seemed like Kristen had the job, the husband, the kids, everything. But behind closed doors, Kristen was cheating on her husband with the security guard, James pure alt and killing her patients there's always got to be something always something but always something you don't really expect the something to be that she's a murderer <laughs> <laughs> kristen was connected to so many of the hospital's tragedies that her co-workers jokingly named her the angel of death little did they know right little did they know while they were joking next to the water cooler in the break room she was murdering it is estimated that Kristen was responsible for 175 patient deaths. That's 50% of the total deaths in her ward. It is speculated that she um, would create situations to save her patients' lives in order to impress her boyfriend, the security guard wow so like that's that's literally like hitting someone with a car and then taking them to the hospital for like a gold star like bro you don't get to save the life that you were responsible for almost ending exactly like oh, yeah. she's really out here doing that to people and like nobody caught a pattern earlier like hey nope. every patient that she's treated they're they're on the verge of death nobody peeped that no oh my gosh Krista was not only murdering her patients without a clear motive, but she was also poisoning her husband. And she attempted to end his life by putting poison in his food every day. Every day? Every day. Okay. What's his stomach made of? <laughs> Bruh. I, uh, I think it only took like a, a day or so. Like it wasn't for like, I don't know. I don't think it was for a very long time. But when Glenn survived Kristen's attack, Kristen tried to finish the job at the hospital <laughs> when he was transported there. After failing to kill Glenn again, she decided to just leave Glenn and their kids for James, the security guard. I don't know why it's so why I think it's so funny that she's dating the security guard. It's like, bruh, what really the security guard? She's chasing a dream. Like, not to say there's anything wrong with like security guards. I'm just saying, like, why is she having an affair with the like little and she's on the night shift too. So it's like the night shift security guard. Like 
the people are like sleeping it might be dark i think that's kind of creepy yeah she's just really chasing the dream right now bruh <laughs> in the mid 1990s people finally begin to get suspicious of her involvement in the hospital deaths i mean like it's like they should have paid attention like a long time ago but I guess now that she's trying to kill people at work and at home, uh, they have to start noticing. It only took about 100 lives for them to oh, notice. Oh, my gosh. One instance in particular that pointed fingers at Kristen occurred when 66-year-old Stanley J- I think it's Jagodowicz, was admitted for the for a post-operative bile obstruction, and he was placed under Kristen's care. One of Kristen's co-workers stated that they saw her go into Stanley's room with a syringe and he died later that night. What? Yeah. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Somebody needs to get caught. Oh. Her reputation had gotten so bad as the angel of death, quote unquote, that patients refused to stay in her ward. Okay. I don't blame them. Me neither. I'd be scared too. They saw so many people going in and not a lot of them coming out. And they were like, I don't know, man. Little did they know they were saving their own lives. Hey, right. I would protest it too. I was like, I don't know about her. I don't know about that one. In February 1996, a formal inquiry was filed against Kristen. That's eight years after her first reported malpractice incident with, like, the kid and the scald in hot water. Yeah. Eight years. Like, wow. that's so crazy. Like, and this was simply to start asking questions. Like, she hasn't been charged with anything yet. This is just for them to finally realize that maybe the amount of people that keep coming up dead around her is suspicious. In the formal inquiry, two deaths and an unexplainable decrease in epinephrine was used as evidence against Kristen. Do you know what epinephrine is? No, I do not. Okay, so epinephrine is a neurotransmitter. That was like, it comes from your adrenal glands and it typically increases like your heart's output and your glucose level. It happens when someone's like stressed or if they feel like they're in danger. Okay. Oh wow! I'm yeah. Not, I'm surprised I've never heard that before. Was what's the name again? Say it again. Epinephrine. Epinephrine. Yeah. Okay. Like it's like norepinephrine, but without the neuro, it's just epinephrine. Got you. Yeah. Sorry. It's like a. Bruh, when I say that word, I get flashbacks from like bio psych. Yeah. Class was hard, but okay, we made it. <laughs> anyway, it stated that Kristen would inject concentrated amounts of epinephrine into her patients. Just as you'll like, okay, just so you know, this is used to treat severe allergic reactions, anaphylactics, low blood sugar and or septic shock like it's not something that you regularly be using like it should not just be coming up missing you know what i'm saying it's not like it's not like pain medicine or iv fluids things that are used very frequently in hospitals like this is for very severe cases Mm -hmm. i got you 
When the investigation into Kristen began, she called in a bomb threat in an effort to stop it. Like, she literally was like, oh, someone's trying to, like, blow you guys up just so that she wouldn't get caught. It didn't work, but she tried it. <laughs> she really thought she had the best, best plan. I Apparently. But when it didn't work, Kristen quit her job and then her mental health began to deteriorate. Kristen was eventually hospitalized after a suicide attempt. Allegedly, while in the hospital, Kristen confessed and stated that she, quote unquote, killed all those guys by injection. And this was reported by her boyfriend, the security guard. What, yeah. like he's telling on her? Yeah, like he eventually ends up testifying against her. And that's the piece of information that he what? adds to the case. The man that she dropped everything for. Yes, yes. That's but still, I mean, like cheating on your husband and then like murdering yeah. somebody. Two different things. I mean, that might be where he crosses the line. Like infidelity. Okay. Murder. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Do everything but kill somebody. Right. Upon the completion of the investigation, Kristen was charged with the murders of Henry Hudson, Kenneth Cutting, Edward Squadser, and Stanley Jehotowitzki. Anthony Squadser? Squadser. Now that is a very... No, Edward. Edward Squadser. That is a very interesting name. Yeah, and I think I'm saying it right. I could definitely be saying it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) On March 14, 2001, Kristen was convicted of three counts of first-degree murder and two counts of second-degree murder. Kristen was sentenced to life without the possibility possibility of parole plus 20 years. It was like, if life's not enough, here you go. Because, like, a life sentence really isn't, like, a life sentence. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, isn't it like 60 years, something like that? I don't know the specific I think time. it's 60. But, yeah, so... That's why people get multiple life sentences. Mm-hmm. She was really young when this was happening, um, so they were like, you know, by chance that you outlive the life sentence, here's another 20 years, because you did, like, you need to be away from people just that much. Yeah, we don't trust you yet. Yeah. <laughs> So this was her punishment and it was kind of controversial um, because it happened recently um, or fairly after Massachusetts, which is where this takes all takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, they no longer have the death penalty anymore. And it was not that long after they had made the decision that she did it. And that's um, a lot of people in the media used that as a point of like, oh, see, like, this is why we should have kept it. Da, 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 or whatever so that was their justification for giving her that much um however it is stated that Kristen could have received the federal death penalty due to the location of her crimes um however she did not but that was that's just something that was really um debated about this case so Kristen is still oh if she doesn't get if she gets anything less than the death or life in prison she got away with it i i won't even believe you <laughs> no but you know she's she's still in there she's still currently serving her sentence at the carl's 
well federal medical center which is a federal prison for female inmates with special medical and mental health needs um it's located in fort worth texas she's 54 years old and she's there instead of a regular prison because she was diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder oh really yep so that's her issue yeah so she can't blame that on killing somebody though hey can you justify it by killing um i don't know if you can justify i will say but you can explain i think that's a better word for it um because i don't know if i would ever say that you can justify that many deaths that's how you can plead insanity right there yeah i don't know if that's what she did plead i didn't look into her like um her court case details or anything like that um however part of having antisocial personality disorder is having a lack of disregard for other people's safety yeah and so she just like in the impulsivity just chooses not to care really about what happens to other people or if it hurts other people she's just really disconnected from it um it also explains when in the beginning it said that she was manipulating people with like the alleged fake suicide attempts um as well as when her family said that she was a habitual liar as a teenager Mm -hmm. um those are precursors for this kind of behavior oh yes i got you now Look at you and a little analyzing. Thanks. I didn't pay for a uh, lying college education for no reason. Psych major right here. Big time. (laughs) That's probably the first time that I've used my psych degree since I graduated. And I graduated in May. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the confidence. You got to start somewhere. Thank you. So that's it, folks. Thanks for joining us for another true crime story time. And we hope that you guys have a wonderful day and that you come back next Tuesday for yet another episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.